music. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining us tonight for the most beloved of episodes, it's a versus episode. Please welcome Dave Festini as co-host and Dave Schneier as scorekeeper. Hello, gentlemen. Good evening. Evening, Pat. So when you, like people often say, uh, oh, the episode you love to hate, but I think these are the episodes that people hate to love. Mm. I I agree. And this one, this one's a, a, it's an epic battle. I know I've probably said that before, but this one really fits the bill. This one fits the bill. And this one was brought to us by Dave Schneier. This was his idea. I think it's a fantastic idea, Dave. Thank you. Thank you. uh, I was inspired, honestly, after the first one, I think we did. uh, It was like, let's, let's find something really fun to, uh, to compare. Yeah. And, uh, and this, I don't know why these two popped into my head. I think, I think, uh, I don't know. It just, it, it just came to me in a dream. <laughs> and, and, and once you check the, uh, that the song count matches, it's all good to go. So everyone, you already know it. Cause you've seen the artwork. If you've read the description, no one goes into this blind and just doesn't know what they're going to listen to. But I will tell you tonight, no matter who wins, the winner will be Van Halen because it's <laughs> Van Halen's 1984 versus Van Halen's 5150. So it's the last album with David Lee Roth. Up to that point, there's another one, but up to that point, it's 1984. And then it's the first album with Sammy Hagar, 5150. And I love it because they're both number albums 1984, yes. 5150, same amount of numbers in each name. Uh, both have horrible album covers. I mean, there's so many things. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa. whoa. What, what, what's going 19, on? Are you kidding? You were joking, right? Um, 1984 is a classic album. Cover. I have never liked that album cover. Oh my God. Wow. Listen, it, 5150 uh, makes no sense. Yeah. 5150 doesn't make any sense. They're lifting. It's a, a big muscular guy lifting up a a big, uh, a big ball with a Van Halen logo on even, it. Even you know, on the back of it, in the picture of the band, Eddie Van Halen doesn't even look like Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, I don't it's even know what's going on. Very yeah. strange. But the, the 1984 cover is a classic. What's okay, not the well, that, that? That also doesn't make any sense. Why? What says 1984 about that cover? Because it's an angel sneaking a cigarette. I hate that. I hate when you put a cigarette in anyone's hand on an album cover, and when you put it in a baby's hand who happens to be an angel. I hate it even more. I, uh, yeah, I, Wait, I despise no. smoking I on any album baby. cover. I, it's a cherub. Is yeah, it it's a little baby? child. It's a baby. Oh. Right. I don't know. If it's, it's not a baby. Well, it's not a person. It's not a man. Listen, I like, I've always loved that cover. This I think might be the worst. Cover. This might be, this is the worst of the Dave era album covers. Oh, I, I wholeheartedly disagree. That's, that's a bold statement. Pat. I, well, look, I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. And I, I accept uh, criticism. But for me, that's the worst. I hate it. I've never liked I, it. I, well, I wholeheartedly disagree. And listen, before we, I need to go on record here because um, 
in the why do you need before? to go on record why are because you is there what why do you get have to go on record i have to go on record uh before we begin please let me uh, get my gavel out and, uh, it's a senate hearing listen i am a uh, unabashedly a a card carrying member of team dave okay but and i just want to get that out there yeah uh but because of my dedication to the format I will be as honest as is possible. We've already seen be. these things go the way that I never thought they would yes. go. Yeah. But I just want to be, I want to be honest with the audience. And look, I look, I love David Lee Roth with Van Halen. I love all seven of these Van Halen albums with David Lee Roth. I love a couple of Dave. I love three David Lee Roth solo albums. I love his first three solo albums. I'm not that big a fan of a Bozy Bop and, uh, you know, uh, you know, doing a, a shuffle and, uh, you know, wearing some overalls and, uh, you know, and all that shtick and the, the swinging a sword. I could give a shit about that. But as far as David Lee Roth on album, on record, on recorded in the studio, I like him. I, I'm, I don't necessarily think he's a, a great live singer. I definitely don't think he's the best front man of all time. That's bullshit. Oh. Oh, uh, that would be Mick Jagger. Uh, hands down, it's Mick Jagger. And then Freddie Mercury. And then I don't even know where Dave is, but because he does the splits and swings a sword and rides a, a, a giant phallic microphone and says the same stage patter every time I saw him, twice with Van Halen, and then his first tour with Edom and Smile, the exact same stage patter, including getting hit in the eye with a quarter. And then he's going to fuck my girlfriend. <laughs> Bullshit. Every time. Not one spontaneous thing. What are you talking about? You sound like a madman. I know. I am a little bit of a madman. Well, I just want to go on record. Oh, my this God. This is dicey before we've even heard a song. Dicey before we Who even was it? I just saw a quote recently. Was it Templeman who said that, that Van Halen would never have succeeded without David Lee Roth? He's probably the attitude. True. 100, He's probably 100% true. He's the swagger. He's the he ultimate is. front man. Ah. Uh, Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger's a better Why? front man than David Lee Roth. I've seen Mick Jagger like a... get a stadium going. I've seen Freddie Mercury get a stadium going. I get David Freddie. Lee... I get Freddie. May he rest in peace. Rock in peace. But Mick, oh, Mick Jagger, what? Mick Jagger's you... still doing it. Oh, and doing please, it at the top Mick of his Jagger. game. David Lee Roth is still doing it at the, at the, in the minor leagues. But we're not talking that. about, we're not talking about live performance. I got, I, I brought that up. I never, the moves, the Jagger moves. I never bought it. We're not talking about Maroon 5. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I never, I never bought it. You, you, you buy swinging a big flag and a sword and doing a split? Yes. It's rock and roll. Every night. I wish I could do that. I wish I was in the shape that David Lee Roth is well, in. We all wish we were in the shape he was in, but not mentally. Guy's a nut. It's all, it's all. It's all, it's all part, part of, of it's all part of the presence. <laughs> it's the shtick. It's not even presence. It's the shtick. Oh, I, and I think he'd be fine with shtick. Right. Sometimes, shtick and roll. I'm just I'm, a, I'm, I'm Team Dave. I'm just being honest with the audience. I'm putting You're it out Dave. there. You love David Lee Roth with Van I do, Hillen. and I don't like Sammy. I, I think <laughs> okay. Sammy's one of the cheesiest. He's, He's a, a, he look, is the cheesiest fucking He's guy. Also a clown. They're both clowns. No. Not they're a good both way. clowns. Sammy's no. not a clown in a good way. Sammy's just a clown. They're both a clown. They're both clowns. They As both in the clowning. words of David Lee Roth, oh boy. Sammy 
loves to party. I am the party. Ugh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, look, the most sane person to ever hold down lead vocals in uh, Van Halen was Gary Sharon. These other two guys are, uh, or, uh, are, are, are clowns. They're clowns. They're both clowns. I agree. Well, Sammy's, Sammy's sane. He's just a goof. He's just a. He's they're goofballs. A... Okay, they're goofballs. Let's call them goofballs. They're both goofballs. You know my issue with Sam that he thinks he, somehow he did Van Halen a favor when he joined the band. Please. Uh, look, he need, he needed, he needed record sales. Then you're, you're goddamn right. Yeah, he did. He needed it. And the closest he came to, to success was, you know, standing in a courtroom in yellow leather suit. Yeah. Look at that. That's a, that looks like singing an asshole is essentially in that video. a, um, I agree. A it's, it's crazy. Novelty song and a song by Rick Springfield or performed by Rick Springfield. Were you in that, uh, were you in that courtroom, Dave? I know you like to go on record. <laughs> all right. I'd like to recognize was, a gentleman not, from New Jersey not. at yeah, this we're, time. We're coming in hot. All right. All I want to say is I love every Van Halen album except Van Halen 3. So I'm all on board with Dave. When Dave left, that was odd. But when Sammy came in, I had been a Sammy fan prior to him joining Van Halen. So I was like, okay, this seems like maybe a good fit. So I was... It was all cool to me. Whatever happened, happened. And then Dave had a couple of great solo albums. So everything was cool for me. You but love balance? Even balance? I do like, uh, look, I can't stop loving you. It's a great pop yeah, rock song. It's okay. But uh, um, you said you loved the, the album. Yeah. I mean, uh, the album. I don't know if I, I, I don't know. There's, there's a song on every Van Halen album that I don't like pro possibly, except maybe Van Halen two, which is my favorite Dave one. Um, I mean, I love uh, for unlawful car carnal knowledge. Do I think pound cake is good? No, it's, it's stupid. Do I think why? Spanked, spanked why is, good? is pound cake stupid? It's Im it's Im it's immature. Why the lyrics? Because the lyrics. Hey, who, I wonder who wrote them. I love my baby's pound cake. Please, yeah, which is That's part of the reason craziness. why Sammy's a giant tool. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. His horrific lyrics. All right. This wasn't supposed to be Dave versus Sammy. I've turned it it's into not, a, it's not. a mockery of the format. You started it by going on record. <laughs> That's when it all started, when you wanted to go on record. Yeah, Dave, is your attorney present tonight? He's right. He's uh, he's in the next room on we're retainer. Also getting, we're getting a different angle from you tonight. Uh, I'm on a different computer because uh, I'm on a different mic. You know with me in the sound. How I, many mics do you have? I have two. Oh, I have boy. two of, of these. Actually, that's not true. I have three. The other one is no is currently not in use. Okay. Are you uh are you multi-tracking uh, this recording? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <clears throat> All right. Now I'm gonna go on record. Uh, <laughs> I'm fine with Dave. I'm fine with Sammy. All right. That's I'm going on record as that. Oh, okay. That's right. fine. Dave, what do you want to say? You're Dave, uh, nice Dave. And the reason he's nice, Dave, is because he doesn't go on record. I uh, I I don't have an opinion. I mean, I I I prefer David Lee Roth to Sammy Hagar. I think Sammy Hagar is is a bit trashy now. Now, I don't love the man. I thought he put out some good stuff with Van Halen, but if you had to put a gun to my head, I'm picking David Lee Roth, Van Halen over Sammy Hagar. Van all right, Halen. all right, fair enough. And there's more of it. There's six albums to four albums. So. Right. Well, and we yeah, can but... we can we all admit that Van Halen never released a good live album, which is uh, unbelievable to me. 
I, that that whole uh, body of work thing doesn't really hold water because those early Van Halen Van Halen albums are like twenty minutes long. <laughs> so, well, I think if you measured the time, the later Van Halen might have just as much uh, time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm just going by album. Just titles. by number of albums. Number of albums. But uh, but can we agree? They've never released a good live album. The Sammy one sucks, and that Dave one from Japan is unlistenable. I don't understand the Dave one from Japan because I, uh, I mean the story goes that the brothers were just like, "Hey, Dave, pick what you know, pick whichever one you want." And why they wouldn't have picked one of the ones early on? I have a bootleg of their first show that they did in North Carolina. He sounds amazing. Yeah. Like I don't get. I, it. I think he has such an affinity for Japanese culture that he wanted to pick one from Tokyo. That's possible. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm not, I'm not on record for that. I'm just saying <sighs> one more thing. I, I forget. How did the two Daves, how do you guys know each other? How did you meet college, high school? Did you date? Uh, <laughs> Only briefly. We, right. uh, we met in college. Dave was uh, running the old college radio station. Oh, nice. Um, Actually, no, you weren't. Not when I got there. But we met at the college radio station, and Dave ran it for a while. And we've been uh, great friends ever since. Dave introduced me to my lovely wife, Nancy, who I've just celebrated my 26th anniversary with. Yes, you did. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Dave, why did you introduce Dave Festini to Nancy so, and, not, and not ask Nancy out yourself? Now, here's the funny thing. You want to go into it, Dave? Sure. I actually wait, 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 wait. Are we on record? Are we currently on record? I am. I'm going off the record on this one. Uh, I actually told Dave that I didn't think he had a chance with Nancy at first. In a Denny's at like two o'clock in the morning. You say crazy shit at Denny's at two o'clock in the morning. It's true. He did this. This is a true story. It's a true story. Okay. But if it weren't from, but I knew Nancy before I knew Dave. And then I met Dave and we introduced and the rest is history. All right. And, yes. and, um, were you dating someone at the time, Dave Schneier? No, no. <laughs> All right. But you're married currently. I am currently married. Yes. Yeah, with children. With children. All right. Very good. And before I forget, tell us about your blog that everyone should check out. Oh, thank you. You're very kind. Uh, it is called Dave's mixtape. Uh, you can find it off of, uh, all my social media channels on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, and actually, I posted on LinkedIn for some reason as well. But there you go. Okay. And on a, what's your Instagram and Twitter handles? Just to uh, Instagram is, is at Dave Schneier. Uh, I think Twitter is also at Dave Schneier. That's S-C-H-N-E-I-E-R. All right. Excellent. Thank okay. You. Here we go, gentlemen. We're going to take all these songs from the top. Each of these albums has nine songs. Uh, 1984 was released in 1984 or was it released at the end of 83? I always am confused by that. I, I always thought like it was it released was, like was last released week. January 9th, 1984. All right. January. Okay. Yeah, you don't want me. I can't look it up or I'll see the track list. That's right. Don't uh, look it up. You know, this is why that's Dave. A, that's what Dave's. That's why reporter Dave is here on record here with all facts and uh 5150 came out in 1986, 1984. Of course, it's that's the year it came out, and it was uh George Orwell's 1984. There's probably some something uh linked in with that. And 5150 is the police code for someone who's criminally insane, I believe so. Also, the name of the his studio, 
Yeah. Yes, fifty one fifty. Was that? But I wonder what was first. Was it named fifty one fifty before this album? I think so. I think it was. There on the. uh, Well, I'll talk about it when we get there. Okay, I'm taking all these songs from the top because that's fair. We're going to start with 1984 because that album came out first. The first track is also called 1984. Not a very fair matchup, but there's a couple uh, that aren't fair matchups here because 1984 is an instrumental and kind of leads us into track two. However, it does have its own track on the album and on the CD. So here we go with It doesn't really it doesn't really change much from what we just heard uh, to hear the entire minute would be kind of ridiculous. It's it's basically that for the whole minute and eight seconds. All right. And 5150 kicks off with good enough. Here we go. Hello, baby. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my god. Oh. Wait, not a maybe right. Yeah. The cow down. God. All right. There we have it. Good enough. Now, Dave, do you want to take the odds or the evens this time? What do you want to do? Subtle Sammy. Uh, what? I, I, whatever. I'll take the. Uh, what did I want to do? Why don't you start? Why don't you start? Okay. Pat, I think you normally get the odds, Pat. Okay. Okay. So obvious. I mean, this one's an easy one, right? You know, no one's choosing. 1984 is not even really a more of an intro than it is a a song. Yeah. But um. And I love I love the beginning of this song. In fact, it's the it's the ringtone when when Nancy calls, um, my wife Nancy. Uh, which, which song's the ringtone? Good enough. Good enough. Yeah. Okay. The hello, the hello, hello baby. baby. Thing. Yeah. Because it's a call. I think it's a call back to the big bopper. The big bopper. And, yeah. yeah exactly. Chantilly lace. Right. Exactly. Very nice. So, um, I, yeah, I, I'm good enough. Great, but it is a prime right up front, first track, straight out of the gate. A prime example of Sammy's just horrific, sophomoric. So sophomoric. Stupid lyrics. I mean, just 
you know, mis- borderline or maybe not so borderline misogynistic. Just like, come it's, on, dude. But you're you're missing how great Eddie sounds. No, I'm not. Well, you didn't say anything about him. This, it's a great, it's a great, this album I feel like was partially still written before Sammy came and they had yeah, all yeah, the yeah. music and sure, they were this, like, Hey this, Sam, this would have know, been a David Lee Roth album with different, you know, with his lyrics, his take. I, I agree. I think um, so too. You know, and Sam came along and he threw his, his uh, you know, his eighth grade humor, <laughs> into the, you know, he pulled out his, he pulled out his eighth grade notebook. Good enough to, uh, he's a real thespian. Good well, God. He, he could have said fa like Paul McCartney does. Jesus. Yeah. So it's uh, these lyrics. I mean, I do like the song. And in 86, when it came out, um, I didn't have a problem with these lyrics at all in 86. Certainly as US a 22 year old, I didn't. Yeah. U.S. Prime grade A stamp guaranteed. Uh, I mean, he's talking about her puss. Look, it's crazy. Oh. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And then and then we revisited two albums later with Pound Cake. I don't know if it's a direct reference to no, a it, body part. It, I think as it much is. As I think it's just the woman. Just the woman the in general. The woman is grade A. I mean, Jesus, don't, don't make it worse than it already is. Maybe that's a compliment. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he got his, you know, he went to the Gene Simmons School of Rock Lyrics. This family. is my wife. This is my, oh, I'd like you to meet my wife. Hey, she's grade A. <laughs> doesn't sound bad yeah, roll her over twice uh, I'm not doing that. maybe maybe to. dave uh, not not definitely twice maybe maybe once maybe twice to be rolled over twice right and then chow down <laughs> isn't that what he says does he say chow down i'm pulling the lyrics out i swear uh, he says chow down it's certain on? it's i wouldn't put it past da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, then chow down. Oh. She's good enough, good enough to, uh. Oh, God. Uh, this is the song that plays when my wife calls. Maybe I should rethink that decision. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, you may maybe just put the big bopper on there instead. Yeah, I might. Maybe I will, actually. Well, look, just, just, for, just for the fact that you you just can't pick 1984. It's a, it's, we could do yeah. that with a synthesizer <laughs> and a volume control. We really could. So uh, I'm musically, going with good, I love good enough. Yes, musically, yeah, I'm going with I good love, enough. Yes, it maybe uh, would be, it would, it, it's just not good enough lyric wise. No, all right, no, it's not. So, Dave, what's the score? <laughs> Pretty easy so far. Uh, yeah. Two nothing uh, for fifty one fifty. All right, coming right. up, track two versus track two. Oh, this is probably. Oh. One of the most difficult battles of the day. Without a doubt, I'm going on record saying this. We're going to kick it off. Both of these were the singles. So we're going to kick it off again with 1984. Let's hear a little something called Jump.
All right. We heard one minute and 24 seconds of Van Halen's jump. All right. We're going to move on to 5150 track two. It was the first single from the album. This is something called Why Can't This Be Love? We heard one minute and 24 seconds of Why Can't This Be Love? All right. I have the evens, correct, Dave Schneier? That is correct. All right. Here's what I'm going to say. If I'm being honest, both of these songs, for me, are a 10. I like them both. When they come on the radio, still turn them up. Still sing along. Love, love, love both songs. But... There is nothing like jump. I love, we didn't even get to the guitar solo in that thing. Um, I love the lyrics. It's a signature Van Halen song, so much so that even Sammy had to sing this in his live set when he joined the band. And this is not a good song for Sammy to sing. He doesn't know how to sing this song. This is a 100% David Lee Roth song. No one can sing it but David Lee Roth. Uh, why can't this be love? When I first heard that, I thought, okay, Van Halen is still going to continue without Dave. It it didn't sound quite like Van Halen, and yet it did. And it was just something new and different. I can remember hearing it for the first time. But all the way, jump, jump, jump. I hear you. And this is with a this is a tough one. Like we said in the it's beginning, it's a tough one. Um, and the way, the only way I could do this is to take each song and compare it to the songs from their era, right? So jump compared to Dave's era. Why can't this be love compared to Sammy's era jump? It's a classic. I love it. But to me. It's a little bit on the poppy. It's a little too poppy for the Dave era Van Halen. While why can't this be love? We didn't even get to that point later where Sammy's kind of like dueling with a yeah, where they stat. He's statting. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I love Why Can't This Be Love. And I love Jump, but to me, Jump's a little, Jump's a little bit too on the pop side. Um, and Why Can't This Be Love is kind of straight down the middle as far as the Sammy era. I mean, there's stuff that gets really sappy, like, you know, feels so good on OU8102. Yeah. OU812. Yeah. Um, and there's stuff that's clearly more rock oriented. Um, I'm Why Can't This Be Love on this one. Wow. wow which is why this series is so yeah, this great. is great it's great I, I i swear this one was going to be two jumps but that's cool i do want to say the why can't this be love the um the jacket of the single had the band in straight jackets eddie's in a wheelchair he's looks catatonic and that would have been a much better album cover <laughs> for uh, something called 5150 yeah in my opinion yeah. like <laughs> i don't know if it was is... considered and then thrown away but it would have been much better then I don't know. Is this Jake Steinfeld holding up a globe? I don't it know. Makes no sense. No sense makes at no all. No sense that comes. No sense at all. Um, okay, uh, Dave Schneier, what's the score right now? Uh, I'm a little surprised. We are fifty-one uh, fifty still up, uh, up three to one right now. All right, but look, there's a lot of songs left. There's a lot of songs left, and we are going to kick off. And look, uh, well, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to talk right now. I'm just going <laughs> to get right into it. Oh, and also, I'm so glad that the Sammy albums are finally going to get remastered. Yes. Sonically, what you're hearing, I mean, I'll boost, I'll even out all the audio, but what we're hearing right now as we record, you can hear that the original CD is not up to snuff with the 2015 remaster of 1984. It's just, sonically, it's just not. And I can't wait till they are. That said, Panama. <laughs> three from 1984 it was a single it was a video it's a monster and it's going to go up against track three from 5150 which is get up oh <laughs>
All right. It's an odd song. I mean, number wise, uh, these so are I'm the first three. on this one. So Dave Festini yeah. goes first. I love get up. <laughs> I love the drums. I think, you know, of, although it, again, another recurring theme with Sammy, which is the fighting That's fight <laughs> fighting or fucking with Sammy. One or the other. Um, so, uh, I love this song and it was the song where like it came on. And if you had any doubt that, although after good enough, your doubts kind of been subsided, but like, if you had any doubts left that Van Halen could still kick ass, get up was proof that they could. And I mean, clearly listen, of all my, of all my uh, criticisms of Sammy, he's got the better voice, right? He's got the better range. And it's like with him paired with the Michael Anthony background vocals, like, Forget it on that course. It's unbelievable. Then you have Panama, which to me, like Panama is a quintessential Van Halen song for me because it's got all of the elements mm-hmm. and it's an, and it's a great example of how Dave, can you imagine? Good Lord. Can you imagine Panama? If Sammy was writing the lyrics, Dave writes the lyrics and it's like, is he talking about a woman? Is he talking about a car? Who the hell knows what he's talking about? Yeah, you never know. It's, you never know, and it's great, and you sing along. Um, both awesome songs, both songs that I've played a trillion times. My vote goes Panama. All right, all right. Now, uh, you know, a lot of people say, oh, the Blondie song Dreamin', that's a drum tour divorce for Clem Burke. Fuck that song. Head <laughs> up is a fucking monster drum tour de force for alex van halen jesus so many things going on there tom toms and i don't even know what he's everything everything is happening in get up um uh and again yeah when when i dropped the needle on this album for the first time you know it was it was uh good enough excellent then the single came and then jesus this thing hit and i was like Wow. Wow. This is, this is, uh, this is hard rocking, uh, greatness, but, but Panama, (laughs) I mean, we didn't even get to where he reached down between my legs and easing the seat back. I mean, it's just, it's just, I mean, I don't even, it's not even close. I love both songs, but it's Panama, 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 Panama. There's a, uh, you can look it up on YouTube. There is a performance from the American music awards. I think when they were Van Halen was in the, their whole reunion with Dave where they do Panama and it like, it'll, it gives you goosebumps that performance Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift introduces them. She's in the audience with Zendaya and they're jamming out to it. It's, uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's and it's one of the, it's one of their signature songs. Get up is not a signature song of even the Sammy era. That's true. Um, and also when we do this, it's really I have to really just remove. It's hard to remove the video imagery out of my head and not let that play into these 1984 songs because there's there's uh there's no videos for 5150. There's one I don't want to say the name until that song comes up. But um, but there's no real they didn't make videos, which I'm shocked because mm. right before Sammy was in Van Halen, 
he leaned into the videos with I Can't Drive 55. And there was a couple other videos off that album. Um, so I'm surprised that when he joined, they didn't really lean into it to say, like, look what we look like as a band. But I think they didn't want you to see what they look like together until you saw them live. I don't know. I'm just that's what I'm saying. Dave Schneier, what's the count? Uh, we are all tied at three right now. All right. Wow. All right. It's getting, it's getting good. All right. Here we go. Track four from 1984. It is Top Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. All right, we're going to move on to 5150 and track 4 from that album is a little something called Dreams. <laughs> It's going to be a while until he gets to the chorus of that's what dreams are made of. So we're going to cut it at a minute and a half. To be fair, we can't hear the entire song. Uh, it's the even, so it's my turn. 
Um, Top Jimmy is one of my favorite songs off of 1984. It was not a single. There's not a video. I don't remember hearing it on the radio, but it did for me harken back to the first two albums. Like I feel like that would fit on Van Halen one or Van Halen two. I really enjoy Top Jimmy, but Dreams. This was the first Van Halen song with Sammy that felt like it was something that they hadn't done before. It's not quite a, it's not a ballad, but it's soaring in its um, production and it's in its playing. And this is not, uh, this is not immature Sammy lyrics on this one. I really like the sentiment of this song. And for me, between these two, two songs, I, I like both of them. But for me, it's 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 no contest. I've always really loved Dreams. Like that would be a that was probably a song that I would repeat when I would listen to the CD of Fifty One Fifty. So for me, it's Dreams. Hmm, this is a tough one. I mean, they're probably all going to be tough, but this one in particular is tough. And I think it is. It kind of shapes where you're going. You know, there's, there are those who say they're team Dave team, Sammy dreams is an example. I think of the new Van Halen sound. You kind of got there with why can't this be love, but with dreams, it's the first time we've heard that kind of, I don't know if mid tempo is the word or not, but like it's a, it's a, um, aspirational song like you didn't have a ton of aspirational lyrics with Dave right. van halen yeah. um, this was the this was the precursor to um right now kind right. of like it's yes. the, the, right it's, now is where the with dreams they can go other places that they not necessarily couldn't go with dave but weren't gonna go with dave and it's poppy mm-hmm. and it's melodic um it's not as harder edged as the early van halen you know top jimmy like i think you were saying is really kind of straight ahead yeah um van halen in the essence of the earlier material because you know you've had like the you've had jump which is about as close to pop as that era ever got true Mm, i don't know when diver down maybe but um you know top jimmy is foot to the floor off we go it's you know it's fun it's got the oh jay at the end yeah um, and that's the, that's my Van Halen, right? If I had to choose, do I want the fun <laughs> pedal to the metal Van Halen versus the thinking man's Van Halen with the yeah. dreams? I go with the, with the fun. So top Jimmy, it is for me. All right. So there's our, there's our tie Dave Schneier. So what is, uh, what's the count now? Yeah, we are, uh, we're still tied. We are tied at four right now. okay that's that's fine because we are just now at song five we are right dead center in the middle of these two albums i mean if you're listening on cd across america bp supports more than two hundred and seventy-five thousand jobs to keep energy flowing jobs like updating turbines at one of our indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the gulf of mexico it's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. So let's go. 
track five from 1984. This is Drop Dead Legs. Drop Dead Legs. We went for a minute 29. It seems like we're going for about a minute and a half tonight. But, uh, you know, we have to to get the essence of these songs. All right. Yep. Track five from 5150. Let's throw down some summer nights. <gasps> Odd numbered song five, so you got to kick it off. 
I don't know if you heard me audibly gasp. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You oh, no idea. Yeah. You had no idea what song was yes. coming. Yes. I, I, which we, I love. We, yes, we've agreed that I would not look at any track no. listings no. Um, prior to this episode being announced, and I haven't. Um, Drop Dead Legs, I love. I feel like Drop Dead Legs is unappreciated. Um, it actually played at my wedding. It played during, wow. uh, you know, the whole garter thing. Yeah, yeah. Got it, that whole bit. Um, I had him play drop dead legs during that whole part of the ceremony. Um, and it's Dave channeling his inner Sammy there with the uh, giant butt. Dig that and, steam, uh, giant butt makes yeah, me scream. You know, you know yeah. that you want it. Little cringy. Yeah. Little lot cringy. Um, I love drop dead legs. Uh, and then you played summer nights, um, which in itself with its human toys. Yeah, that's stuff. a rough, that's rough. That's, that's rough. a rough one, but that's what we expect from Sammy. Yeah. Um, man, I love summer nights, man. It's, it's possibly my favorite song on this entire album because I feel like it's, that's a song that they could have definitely done with Dave. Yeah. Um, it's got that summer feel to it. It's just, it's like I said, it's probably one, it's one of, if not my favorite song on this whole album, I got to go summer nights and it kills me to do it. Cause I love drop dead legs. Um, I'm going summer nights. Also, it, it, it's one of those songs that gives me the feel Yep. those songs from the Bon Jovi era that we liked. It makes yep. me, it makes me think about some, the album came, I believe this album came out. It was a summer album. It might've come out in, April or March. I'm, I'm not sure when it came out. Dave Schneier can tell us, but um, for me, this was the album of the summer of 86. And, uh, and then to have a song called summer nights takes me right back to that time. Um, Dave, you said drop dead legs is underappreciated. I've never appreciated it. I just really never, I just never liked it coming off those first four songs that are so strong. Um, I mean, it's got a, that groove. It's got like a groove. I know. I just it. don't. That's not the, it's just not the kind. That's not the Van Halen I like. I don't like that, you know, and there's tons of Sammy songs I don't like from Van Halen too. So, but yeah, Drop Dead Legs. It's funny. If I went through the first six Dave albums, mm -hmm. this might be the first song that I don't really like. You know what I'm wow. saying? Huh. So, you know, throw my rope, loop de loop, nice white teeth, Betty Boop. I'm like, yeah, it's, he, it's kind of it's nonsense. Not, it's not the brightest. It's not. It's not, not no, it's not his shining lyrical moment. So, no. So yeah, <laughs> uh, two for summer nights, I guess. Dave Schneier, what's the score? It's uh, seven to five right now. Fifty-one fifty in the lead. All right, let's get some thoughts from our uh, from our cub reporter, Dave Schneier. What do you think so far, Dave, about how this is going? So. Since I don't take part in this, I actually uh, last week went through each album, listened to them at work, song for song. Mm -hmm. Sorry, work. I took about. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> work. Uh, so it, I'll, I'll tell my score later on total mm -hmm. at the very end. But okay. um, did both these songs, by the way, I feel are David Lee Roth songs. I agree with the point of like Summer Nights just sounds like perfect California David Lee Roth of like, yeah. this feels like, because Dave, I think you made the point earlier of where some of these songs in the works or written already. And then Sammy came in. This to me is a David Lee Roth Van Halen song that Sammy came in and threw some shitty ass lyrics at <laughs> for the most part. 
But I, I actually don't mind. It's that human toys line. Like, yeah, it's, I it's that one. It kind right. of is okay. All like right. hanging out with the boys on a summer night. Like that's cool. It's yeah. The, it's okay. Like the All right. Like, oh, one sh- one shitty ass lyric. Human toys. <laughs> yeah, human uh, toys. I'm impressed that it's this close. That's all, all right. I'll say. I'm all impressed right. it's this close. And uh, yeah, I, I believe that all the music was written for 5150. And then Sammy came in, and I'm pretty sure he w- he says he just scattered lyrics as they played live, and then Scatter whatever shat. stuck, stuck. And, you know, and some was great, and some was human toys and flipper over. All right. <laughs> um, here we go. Track six. Versus track six, let's start out with Van Halen, Hot for Teacher. continue i need to ask this of both daves uh dave festini who was the hot teacher that you remember who yeah who was the hot teacher when you were in school oh, I, don't oh, any oh, grade. Oh, I thought you any were talking grade. about the actress from the video who apparently no, no. dated any david spade no. um i didn't have any wow i i i don't know where they were all right but they weren't teaching me well all right i had missed and I had Miss Sphinxler, which is a oh boy. A, a, that's I know that's a, that's a rough name. <laughs> Unfortunate. That's, yes, that's and bad. and Miss Gonzalez, and uh, yeah, those were my two. Uh, Dave Schneier, did you have hot teachers? Uh, yeah, Miss Lewis mm-hmm. uh, and Miss Brandt. All right, all right. What if he would have said, "Oh, I liked Mister"? <laughs> um, you know, you think- some of it. <laughs> You think Miss Finksler is an unfortunate name? My <laughs> astronomy teacher was Mr. Gatus. Yeah. 
All right, moving That's... on to track six. I don't like to I don't like to stop in the middle of the tracks, but I did. I'm sorry. Uh, this is best of both worlds. <laughs> The even songs, that's when I start first. I want to note that both of these songs are almost the exact same length and time. Hot for Teacher is four minutes, 44 seconds. Best of Both Worlds, four minutes, 49 seconds. Um, Before listening back to back, I might have picked Best of Both Worlds. But then as it played up against Hot for Teacher... They both have long intros, but Hot for Teacher's long intro is just, again, Alex Van Halen just rocking us uh, like a hurricane, if I can steal that from someone. Um, Best of Both Worlds starts out with a bluesy groove, and I'm not really a blues person. So, uh, So once Best of Both Worlds gets going, I really like it. But, I mean, and Hot for Teacher to me is kind of almost not a traditional song that doesn't really have, yeah, it doesn't really have like, um, what do I want to say? Ver- straight ahead verses. It's more, it's almost nonsense. And then, and then a chorus, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a mm. song meant to be played live. Like that's where they, mm. you know, but, um, but again, yeah, all that aside, I'm going with hot for teacher. Okay, I want to take a minute to go back to something we spoke of earlier because it okay. dawned on me when when Half for Teacher was playing with the whole videos thing, how they didn't do videos for fifty one fifty. Yeah, I feel like that may have been a response to that video era with Dave. Dave with his over the top videos because I remember the Half for Teacher video, which was that typical David Lee Roth over the top mm-hmm. video. I wonder if with fifty one fifty they said, "Hey, you know what? We're done with Dave. We're done with the Huckster shit." Yeah. And no videos because we don't, you know, we're separating ourselves. Meanwhile, Dave's doing the Yankee Rose video and all that. Let the music do the talking. Exactly. 
Um, and I want to touch on the production of 1984 because it is definitely a progression from those earlier uh, Halen albums because they were really raw down to like the separation of the guitar and, and the instruments and all that. Um, I feel like 1984 was slicker and I love yeah. the production on Hopper Teacher. Yeah. It's it's hard to pull off like that whole classroom environment sound yep. where it doesn't sound cheesy. Yeah. Um, so Templeman did a great job there. Yeah. In the hands um, of Poison or Motley Crue, it would be shitty. Yes, exactly. Um, uh, with Best of Both Worlds, this is the first time I'm like, oh, here we go. Here's the Sammy song. This this could be on a Sammy Hagar album. This yeah. phony groove crap. I, best I, I there's elements of it I kind of like, but it's like that's the one where it's like the slam on the brakes. There's Sammy. Sammy finally showed up. This is it's just it sounds phony to me. It's yeah. like faux Van Halen. It's the first Van Hagar song yeah. that shows up. And yet, um, and yet Eddie probably loved playing that bluesy riff. I guess I think, you know, Eddie would have played anything that Dave was gone. I think at that point, um, but he may, maybe, I mean, listen, it was a staple, right? They played it all, you know, live. And, it was and a big so, live song. They would like, uh, yeah, do this dance thing they would do. Oh, right. The stupid dance. Yeah, oh God. Dance. See, and, and they're like in the Hopper teacher video, they do that stupid cheesy thing where they're right isn't yeah. that the hopper teacher video yeah and it's, then we have to have that fucking backstory of fucking waldo it's too no, much but 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 the, but that stupid dance that they do it's supposed to be stupid That's yes yes joke. that yes it is and when and when van hagar is up there doing their stupid ass little walk yeah to best of both worlds cool. it's like oh god yeah, guys it's not cool exactly so I'm with you Hot for teacher, hot for teacher, hot for teacher all day long. Yeah. All right. What is the tally? Uh, we're tied at six right now. Oh, <laughs> boy. Oh, boy. Oh, and you know I what? I got a again, bad feeling. Again, without looking at what, <laughs> at what the track listing is, Track seven versus track seven. Oh boy. This is our ballad battle. I call it a ballad battle. I just made that up. <laughs> Here we go. A song co-written with Michael McDonald. Yes. Michael McDonald. I, I, on another podcast, he said he makes more residual money off this song than he does off of any of his solo or Doobie Brothers songs. How is that possible? I don't know, but that's what he be. said. That's what he said. And he had to fight. He had to fight to get credit for it, too. He didn't have credit at first. It wasn't until right. some of the reissues that they put his name on it. But here we go. And again, 10 Teppelman produced the Doobie Brothers. And that's why he brought Michael in to, I guess, uh, hone this song a little bit. I'm not going to say he rewrote it or whatever. But whatever he added to it, fully formed it, I guess. This is I'll Wait. <laughs>
righty daddy do. I don't know why I ever said that. Maybe I'll edit <laughs> that out. All right, here we go. <laughs> Track seven on 5150 is Love Walks In. I called it the ballad battle. I guess as I listen now, um, it's as close to a ballad as Dave gets with I'll Wait. And uh, Love Walks In is more mid-tempo than ballady, I believe. Yeah. But, um, you know, they're both, uh, they're both, you know, similar in vain. Um, look, Love Walks In, I just love it. It's, it's, I like it the way I like dreams. I just, I really liked that those two Sammy songs on here that were took Van Halen in a different direction. Um, on the next album, OU812, they do a song called um, When It's Love, which sucks to me. <laughs> it's, to me, it's Love Walks In number two, wow. but it sucks. I, I hate that song. I don't know why they released it as the first single. It's Well, I think Black and Blue was the first yeah, single. Anyway, it was the first choice. video. But yeah, I hate When It's Love. I hate it, hate it, hate it. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. Wow. On the record. Um, <laughs> I never liked I'll Wait. I just never liked it. I don't like the music. I don't like Dave singing this way and a, a song like this. His vocal performance is very talky on this song. Um, and I never liked I'll Wait. I just never did. It was always a skippable song for me. So uh, 100%, it's Love Walks In for me. Oh my God, Pat! Yeah. Good Lord, man! I'll wait. It's well, just... First of all, Pat, I'm gonna give you a pass because Dave is supposed to vote first on that one. Since oh, we're... Yeah, thanks for stealing us? my thunder, man. Oh, we're on the odd not... songs. Dave, I, but you were on a you you were on a roll. I didn't want to stop you. All so. right, next time, stop though, Dave. You have you're allowed to do that. Okay. All right. You've got me captured. I'm under your spell. No, no. I no, guess no. I'll never learn. Listen. Okay. 
There's very Again. little singing in that song. Hold on, Pat. Hold on. Except, let's, except go to, whole, let's go to New Jersey whole, game here. Except folks. for the whole chorus, that chorus thing. Yeah, um, that's, and that's the band. So, uh, this is another prime example of Van Halen versus Van Hagar. The Van, and this is a very keyboard, I'll wait is an extremely heavy keyboard song, but it's still got rock and roll balls. Right. Love Walks In is the keyboard. If they weren't Van Halen, right? If they were some other rock band, you know, Love Walks In is fine. It's a fine little sappy love song. Oh, God, please send it. Throw it back. Throw this isn't it's not Van Halen. It's just not Van Halen. There's there is this Hagar stuff that stands up to the earlier Van Halen Dave stuff. This song is the furthest from it. It's a it's a sappy love song. And and I'll wait. Can you imagine I'll wait in the hands of Sammy Hagar? Good lord. I gotta be honest, I don't want that in the hands of anyone. I think that, uh, that song sucks. On. You're out of here. Are your you mind. for real? It's so hard to tell. It's got that great I'm just chorus a to it. I gotta be honest with these with these Sammy when did songs. It get sung by a robot. We're not I know it could be sung by a robot. I'll wait. Stop it. Look, the the sad thing is we're not getting to Eddie's solos in a lot of these songs. Mm. And the 5150 songs, Eddie's got killer solos in all of them, but we're not getting there because we can't play the whole song. And I don't want to jump ahead because it sounds, it's it's like a cheat. I like to just start it from the beginning and get to the chorus. That's kind of how we set these shows up. So, um, yeah, so it's one for I'll Wait and one for yes. Love Walks In. Yes, it is. And uh, I don't uh, I don't disagree with what you said, um, but yeah, I'll Wait. I <laughs> sure just, sounded like you did. No, no, no. You you made great points about Love Walks In, but I'll Wait is just, it's just not, it's not a Van Halen song. Oh, it's, of course it is. I just don't like it at all. Whoa. I hate it. Of course it is. It's so bad. Dude, man, I'll Wait in the, in the, the list of songs about whacking off to a magazine, it's practically poetry. Did I say, did I just say that? Yeah, you did. you're and you're on record. You're dead. You know, you got your centerfold, you got your anything she does by Genesis, and then there's I'll wait. (laughs) Top of the list. Well, centerfold kills those two songs. Oh, come on. Nah, 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 nah. nah. I do love me some Jay Giles band. Yeah, maybe I don't know, but that's that's a I just I just hate Dave's vocal take on this. It's his (sighs) It's as robotic as Sammy is sappy. I, I, I don't agree, but that's the beauty of this. That's we can both uh, agree to disagree, right? Yeah. What's On the, the score, Dave? It's tied at seven. <laughs> Crazy Two business. songs to go tied at seven. Crazy business. All right, here we go. Um, I will let Dave go first this next time since I stole <laughs> this thunder and, uh, and Dave uh, reporter, Dave, Feel free to keep me track on uh, track next time. I have a lot of balls in the air here with fading up, fading down, all the stuff. Um, also, I have to, you know, also I have cognitive issues because of my age. So come on, Dave, step it up. Balls in the air. Um, 1984, track eight. <laughs> we start to close out the albums. Here we go. Girl, gone, bad. Bad. <laughs> 
right. That's Girl Gone Bad. Uh, both of these albums, now that I see it, have a uh, have a title track. We heard 1984's uh, first song was 1984. And track eight for Van Halen is called 5150. Here we go. <laughs> Track eight versus track eight. Again, it is Girl Gone Bad versus 5150. Dave, we're allowing you to go first this time. Yes. Uh, Girl Gone Bad, I feel, is it reaches kind of back, right? If, if 1984 was a progression of the Van Halen sound to a certain extent, I feel like Girl Gone Bad could have easily been on any of those previous albums. Um, with 5150 we've exited the van i feel like we've exited van hagar now we're back on the van halen track with a nice guitar driven song with you know the different time signatures and stuff um it is that is prime post dave van halen with 5150 and it gets my vote um 5150 also gets my vote um for me and i i think maybe girl going bad could have been a song that was written you know for one of the first couple albums yeah and uh, i agree because they you know they would do that a lot they would pull songs um for me girl going bad lacks a a good chorus the Mm. chorus is not it's not really anything it's just like girl gone you know so um and uh and for me when the chorus hits in 5150 it soars. Um, 
even though I don't necessarily like the the first uh, the way Sammy delivers the first couple lines is after that build, then he kind of brings it down, but then it comes up again. So I think there's more layers to 5150. And my vote is also for 5150. All right, Dave Schneier, what's what do you got? 5150 is up by two, nine to seven. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, but that could all change. It could all change with the final matchup. Closing out the albums, each one has nine tracks, released two years apart with different lead singers. And here we go. Song nine versus song nine. And again, uh, Dave, you're going to go first after this. Uh, that'll put us uh, back on track. Well, yeah, because, you know, yeah, I thought yeah, it's off no, track. Yeah, I get it. So this is House of Pain. That is House of Pain. Let's and we we heard over half the lyrics on that song. The lyrics to that song very very short, very short. Um, I didn't even realize that, but now I know. Okay, and Van Halen fifty one fifty. They're going to close out their first album with Sammy with a song called Inside. Here we go. That's one thing. 
All right, Dave, House of Pain versus Inside. They should have called Inside um, Douche Chills. That's what they should have called Inside. It's it's awful. And it is everything, everything that is wrong with Sammy's Van Halen. It's not funny. It's not cool. It's not good. It's nothing that should have been included on an album. Um, it is everything that's wrong with Van Hagar. I don't even like House of Pain that much. I feel like it was that it was like, hey, we we went we, we did a lot of pop stuff and with a lot of keyboards on this album. Don't worry, we're still Van Halen on the way out the door. Um inside's just oh god, it's so cringeworthy. Like, oh, you get it? Oh, Dave's an ass. <laughs> We're so much better with it's the worst. It's awful. So it's it's a house of pain for me. All right. For me, uh, both of these albums would have been better at eight songs each. <laughs> because House of Pain, I just they've never covered this territory before. This is like some fucking Guns N' Roses lyrics. You know, uh, it's not strong. Say you're going to leave me because I only tie you up. Always love you tender, but you only like it rough. There's only like eight lines to all the lyrics. There's not a chorus. It's yeah. just, it only sounds good because the production's good, uh, in my opinion. Um, inside for me almost sounds like, sometimes he sounds like Dave singing in there. Especially well, on the mean, on what what the minuscule chorus is was it delib was that deliberate? I think it was I, deliberate. I just um, and it's I mean, all like, that stuff at the top before the song really kicks in. It's the opposite of what you said about the room tone and everything from Hot for Teacher. Yeah, this is supposed to yeah. be some guys in the studio chatting and some busting balls. I guess it's it's so weak. So now I got to pick the better. Do I want to drink piss or eat a shit sandwich? <laughs> That's what it is for me. No, but like, but, but like you look, it's inside is supposed to be poking fun Funny. at like happy trails, right? Like happy. Oh, it's happy trails. It's Dave's stupid yeah. jokey song at the end. Well, you know what? Happy trails as silly as it is, is funny. It it's, is funny. It's, cool. it's, yeah, it's, it's funny. It's a cool acapella it's, um, number. And, they, and it's a, uh, yeah. Bombadita. Yeah. It's yes. fun. Um, it's fun. But the inside I, is just it's it's oh, come on Pat inside is garbage I, it's hot garbage it, it is garbage garbage but I don't I hate House of Pain like I really think 1984 falls apart with side two I've always have felt that and I don't like I never listen to House of Pain I will listen to Inside even oh, no. though it's subpar but I never ever listen to House of Pain oh you're full of shit you're not listening to Inside come I on I do I if it plays I mean after fifty one fifty it's it's such a fucking letdown but um <laughs> the song fifty one fifty but House of Pain I've never liked it I've liked Inside a little bit. But I've never liked House of Pain. Oh, so no. for that reason, oh, I have to no. give it to Inside. No, no, I do. 
I do. No. I hate I hate House of Pain. Oh, for me, on. it's the worst song on the album. It's the worst song on the album. Oh, but, that's it, a, but, but okay, great. If it's the worst song on the album, that's fine. It's still not as bad as Inside. Inside's the worst serious? song on the album too. But I like it better than House of Pain. It just oh. sucks. I just don't like it at all. I've never liked it. So I can't. Well, at least it's a song. I know, but even, listening not even right a now, song. I'm, I'm listening and I don't like it. I don't like it. Wow. Yeah. And Eddie has a solo on Inside, at least. So you're saying, Pat, yeah. that you would <laughs> rather eat a shit sandwich than drink a large cup of urine. I don't want to do either. I want to cut both of these songs off the album. And You can't. And- you can't. <laughs> I- I can't. Well, then I go. Then I'm eating a shit sandwich. Well, there you go. You've actually got three points there. <laughs> it's, terrible. What it's terrible. I hope you don't sleep tonight. You should it's be terrible. ashamed of yourself. Oh, oh, my God. It's terrible. This song, this House of Pain doesn't have a chorus. It doesn't have, it, it barely has lyrics. It doesn't have melody. It's terrible. But it was, but it was a song. It started off as a song, not a way to take a shot at your former uh, lead singer. I agree. It's super immature. It's super immature in the way that OU812 is supposed to be a play on after uh, Eat em and Smile. I mean, it's we, they're immature. There's no song on Eat em and Smile that takes a shot at the There's Van Halen not. brothers. No, there there isn't. isn't. I agree. Dave, I agree. Forget that Dave took the high road. I agree. I agree. There's and, not. and now you're going to reward Van Halen with your I'm vote. going, no, no, I'm going song I'm gonna, by song. I'm inside shame. telling you, you inside shame. I have you. never liked House of Pain. I from I think after I heard the album the first time, I never played that song again. I would skip it in the car on the CD. I would never listen to it. I absolutely hate that song. When I would listen to 5150, I would play this the whole disc. Would did I love inside? I didn't love it, but I hate House of Pain. You you wouldn't just turn it off after 5150? Well, who's forcing you to listen to Inside? No one is. No one is. But i that's what I mean. I would turn off House of Pain. I never turned off Inside. Because you I were like, let me hear these idiots make fun of Dave. It's a, it's a novelty hort piece of shit. Yeah. yeah my, crap Twitter, song. Twitter. It's crappy. But I hate House of Pain. For this. I hate House of Pain. Don't. First of all, Dave Festini, do, yeah. not, do not pander to twitter at this yeah. point don't you dare yes, yes uh, elon festini <laughs> all right give us that give us give us the score all right this is the first Final time score. i've been legitimately sometime this whole series it's the first time i've been legitimately pissed at you <laughs> <laughs> 10 to 8 winner 50, oh. 50 over 1984 I went in straight. I I was honest about everything. I'm telling you. I was on the record. I I know you were. I know you were. How do you vote for inside? How? I I guarantee the listeners are going to love you because I guarantee people are going to come down with 1984. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I don't like House of Pain. Listen, you don't have to. Well, you kind of do, but you don't have to apologize. Uh, I thought I went into this open because I, I honestly thought I knew that the last two tracks on 1984 were going to be an issue. Yeah. And I also knew that the last track of 5150 was inside. So I was really interested right. to see how it's things play, Sometimes it comes, the sequencing of these albums, it really makes or breaks some of these contests. Dave Schneier, when you did it earlier in the week, what happened? 
1984 winning six to three. Wow. Six to three. Wow. And you, and you, uh, you obviously then like house of pain more than inside. Who doesn't? Let's what see what planet? happens. I, I, I don't have my, I literally don't have the tally in front of me, but I'm pretty sure that I, that I picked it because it reminded me a little more of the old Van Halen, right. which I like more than the Van Hagar stuff. Sure. I, get I, it. I think what throws, what throws a lot, look, it's 10-8, but you had the song 1984, which is nothing, right? It's nothing, so you, yeah. You lost two votes there. Yeah. I mean, that, there's your tie right there. Yeah. Just yeah, we have to remember the riff, the banam, 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 banam. Just the opening riff is better than all of Inside. I just hate wow. it. You have such hate for Inside. Yeah, because it's everything that's wrong with that second era of Van Halen. Everything. Okay. It's so, that's that song is so Sammy. It's so douchey, what? Sam. So Sammy. It's so Sammy. Oh, it's the worst. Do it's you want to take? Worst. Do you want to take five minutes and actually just sit there and read the lyrics, Dave? Do you want to do that? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't this even. Episode, wanna... This episode was brought to you by <laughs> Santo, one hundred percent agave <laughs> tequila. Who's on there? Is that? Uh, that's uh, Guy Fieri, two douches, <laughs> Sammy Hagar, and Guy Fieri. Fuck! It's, Fuck. it's two douches Fuck. tequila. Look at those guys. God. Look at those guys. Hey, that's my brother from another. Shut up. I mean, I gotta... anybody, I, I, you know, do you have any idea how sickened I am by the fact that my favorite artist is associated with Sammy Hagar? <laughs> anyway, huh. Scott, Sammy's... I got a venereal disease looking at that picture right there. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, guys. <sighs> do you want me to tell you what the next matchup is going to be? And look, Absolutely. a lot of fans, I don't, oh, I hate that word. I'm sorry I said it, folks. I don't like to say fans. A lot of listeners have been Not sending me this. have been sending <laughs> a lot of <laughs> a lot of listeners have been sending me matchups and I I haven't been down with a lot of them, you know, and I I I'm not necessarily open to people sending me matchups even though I said I am. I'm not really, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you what. Two people sent me the same matchup. Oh, Nick Robertson and Anthony or Tony Mueller sent me the same matchup. Really? And I and I got to be honest, I don't know how we don't do it. Um, <laughs> it's very similar to what we just did. Are you guys ready? I'm going to oh, hold yeah. up the jackets. <laughs> oh, oh no. God. No. Say it, Fistini. What is it? Oh, it's Highway to Hell versus Back in Black. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. That's outstanding. Isn't it? Nick Robertson and Anthony Tony Mueller. Thank you for that one. Both produced by Mutt Lang. Yes. Both came out within a year of each other. Different lead singers. One's a tribute to the former lead singer. Oh, that's I mean, amazing. It's amazing. God, yes. Do so not bad. look at the track list. Do nope. not listen. Will and not. we will we will get this on the board soon because again, currently I'm enjoying this so much that I want to drop one of these a month. I'm sorry. People are enjoying them. <laughs> I'm not sorry. People are sorry. What are you sorry for? I'm sorry that you have to listen to the three of us, but you do. <laughs> you have to. But I love, yeah, I love these episodes. I mean, again, I've said it. Almost 13 years in, who knew that that we would come up with something that uh, that gets me so psyched and no preparation. 
<laughs> no preparation. No, like today, no said, do you have to prepare for the podcast? And I go, no, I don't. <laughs> As I just, a matter of fact, it's a lack. You've been told not yeah. to prepare. Yes. And what I do fresh. is I put the set, I put the set list in order. Like I'll do it like tomorrow. And then I won't. And I don't even, I like, it is so, I'm like covering up my screen and dragging <laughs> them because I don't want to see. And literally I only see two songs at a time. When we do this, I have the iTunes shrunk. So I just slide up and the two pop up. I really don't know what's going against what because i want it to be a surprise for me too so we are on board with highway to hell 10 songs oh, yeah. that's a great one back that's in black great. 10 songs let's do some promoting uh festini you go first or did you freeze he's frozen i think he's frozen well that's good for the show though all right you can find festini probably in a back alley with a a bottle and uh oh he's back hey dave i'm back i don't know what that was really weird we weren't saying anything i, I lost you. my uh i'm sure i'm sure you weren't i lost dave, my internet there for a second i think glazed donut dave where to go <laughs> where can where can we find you on the uh internet uh at d festini on uh twitter which i'm sure will be very active after this episode drops <laughs> <laughs> uh that is where you can find me and uh mother cover has a facebook page we do yes m-o-t-h-e-r-c-o-v-r leave off that e at the end we are mother cover our next show we're kicking off the memorial day weekend at the uh oh geez well this one drops june 8th just oh, so all right well then it doesn't matter well We've i mean played i'll probably show. i'll probably get it out to the asap club so that they can uh, get right to lambasting us on the internet. Uh, I believe our, uh, but don't reveal the results. Don't reveal the results. Uh, not reveal the results. Right. Uh, I believe in June we're playing at the Sunset Grill in lovely Lincoln Park, New Jersey. Yeah. So that should Down be Down at good the Sunset one. Grill. Yeah. Yep. Now, if you want to email me directory, direct, directory, directly, <laughs> directly and say you're full of shit and go fuck yourself, you can do that. Just don't put it out where everyone else can see it. Um, public. Dave Schneier, one more time. Let's give out your your uh, blog and all your information. Thank you again. Uh, this was a fun one, guys. I can't wait for the next one. Uh, it's Dave's mixtape. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Dave Schneier. C H N E I E R. All right. You can find us at Rock Solid Show. You can also go to RockSolidPodcast.com for all things about the show. Want to give a shout out to Kyle Hildreth who does all the artwork for these yep. versus episodes. I keep forgetting stuff. Give him a shout out. And uh, also Kyle Dotson at Kyle Dotson funny for running the website and also patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast. And just for fun. And just because Dave is so angry tonight with how this <laughs> turned out, I'm going to close this out with one of the worst Sammy it's, Hager no, songs. No. It's not how it turned out. It's just your vote for inside. That's it. That's what has me pissed. Please enjoy up for breakfast. Oh, no. <laughs> thanks, Dave. And thanks, Thank Dave. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.
But all right, so Dave Festini, 1984 against Inside. 1984. Because you hate Inside that much. Yeah. Yes. And I and I would take Inside because at least it's some semblance of a song. It's got a chorus. See, I've been, I'm going to agree with Pat on that one. I uh, I don't like Inside either. I don't really horrible. like it all that much. I, you yeah, hate everything. It's, it's I hate everything it stands for. It's a full <laughs> song. 